Welcome to the Podscape. What? Ooh, yeah. You understand, baby? Dig it? Let me tell you another thing. First name John, last name Baker. Uh-huh. Brother. Hello and welcome to the Podski. I am your host, the man of a thousand gimmicks, John Baker. It is WrestleMania week day four. And it was a lighter one on our schedule, but here we are again. It is... 2 a.m. on the uh, East Coast, and <laughs> it is, what, 11 o'clock here on the left coast? Yeah. Um, another day of full of wrestling, literally from start to finish, and it was a good one. We uh, did Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling, which was their very first show on American soil, which was really cool to see. And uh, we had the ROH Supercard of Honor, and that's what we got to see today, so... The big days tomorrow. We got NXT first thing in the morning, and we got we got uh, WrestleMania night one. Yeah, today ended up being a pretty long day because we got done so late last night that we slept in until almost almost ten thirty. Yeah, and then jumped in the car and drove straight downtown to go to the uh, jo- Joshi Pro. So obviously, the first thing you want to hear when you wake up in the morning and you're still tired is a bunch of Japanese women screaming into a microphone. That or the fact that the cleaning ladies were beating on the uh, door. God. That's how late we slept in this morning. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I initial thoughts on uh, what this uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro Show was. It was, it was really fun. It's, it was. It's a really fun promotion. And I, I didn't know a whole lot about it going in. Um, the effort was a, a, a 10. The effort was yeah. a 10. They seemed genuinely very appreciative of everybody who was there. Um, they, you know, they did their their shtick with the song at the beginning, and everybody's walking through the crowd and slapping high fives and everything. They seemed like they genuinely wanted to be there, and the effort was incredible. Um, is it is it something I'm going to watch every week? Maybe I'll, I'll I'll probably try to catch it when I can. I don't know if it's the number one thing on my list to watch every week, um, but it's pretty fun, man. If you if you want to see something that's just a a fun promotion that everybody's out there having a good time and taking it seriously and they're and they're really really good at what they do um that's it's a promotion to watch for sure it's just fun it's really fun to see it's a change of pace it's just a it's a good time to watch those shows yeah i went into that show cold turkey i had i'd never seen anything tokyo joshi pro before the only thing that i saw was uh what we see on AEW with Maki Ito and Yuka Sakazaki, those kind of people. Other than that, I had no idea what to expect, and I, <laughs> I don't even know. Like, I, I just remember for the first like five minutes of the show, my mouth was wide open catching flies, and <laughs> I just I had no, I had nothing. I was just like, wow, I, I don't know what I'm in right now, but I'm here and I'm gonna try to enjoy it. <laughs> Well, there was a big crowd for that show, too. There right? was. There was. The, this, I Bigger would say. I expected that early in the morning. It was, yeah, it was. Well, I mean, it was noon. I it was it noon. Was noon. But still, like, I, I did not expect there to be that big of a crowd. There, It was almost a sellout. And it was it was insane. I, I was not expecting that big of a crowd. And literally everybody around us knew every single wrestler. Knew their song. Knew their chants. Knew their, yeah. knew everything about it. So, that enhanced a little bit of the experience of like how how the hell do you know what these people are even saying? Um, I don't understand. I don't. I don't know the answer to that. I mean, when they were, when they were, when, even when the ring announcer uh, woman was talking, they knew. People knew what she was saying. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't. I couldn't make out anything that was coming out of her mouth. Yeah. And and it, I, you know, I felt almost kind of bad about it. like I don't know what you're saying. You know, like obviously it's second language. You know? Right. But uh, then some of the talents would come out and get on the mic and. and and yell stuff, and people were going ape shit. Like I'm literally, sitting there, I'm sitting there like, I don't even, I, I couldn't even tell if they were speaking Japanese or if they were speaking English. I couldn't even tell. Yeah. Sometimes when they were just talking real, you know, real fast and everything, and people were catching it and understanding it, and I'm like, you know, I mean, look, I watched Stardom and I watched everything, you know, CMLL with, you know, with with, mm-hmm. the, I don't know what the hell they're saying, but you can still follow the show, right? But today, you know, live, 
I mean, I don't know what the hell they were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was awesome because the crowd, like, they knew everything. Like, they were along for they knew everything that was coming up. They knew um, when it, when when the Up Up Girls came out and sang that song and did that performance. I had no idea what I was in for. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool because you know it, it's a whole crowd where the first two notes of a song hit. Yeah, people lose their fucking mind. I like, couldn't believe it. How the hell do a thousand of people know who these who these songs are? Like, I know. It's just, I it was I was just blown away by. It. I mean, look, I know it's I know it's a, a promotion that people watch, and it but it's not even it's not even the the number one most famous women's wrestling promotion in Japan. Yeah, it's not even that. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like to to be around a whole crowd of those people. That niche audience in the U.S. was pretty awesome to see. It that. actually, yeah, that part of it was really cool to see because we were kind of, we were worried of what kind of crowd we were gonna have going in there. We we're like, we gonna be the weirdos that bought tickets to see this show, yeah. and we were the weirdos that knew nothing about the show. We were, we were, we were, we were the we outcasts. Were the, we were the weirdos that were like, why don't you know all of this? Yes. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Yeah, because <laughs> I didn't know anything, you didn't know anything, and we, like, everyone was up on their feet, and we were like, are we supposed to be on our feet, or like, what are we supposed to do? I didn't know <laughs> yeah. what to do. Yeah. Um, but the two, the, the two really good things about that show that were, that were awesome were the fact that um, they went under two hours. They did. They ran they like an hour fifty six minutes. I think was the runtime for that whole show, which was great. It was like perfectly there's no timed. need to go another hour. With no, this, just, just to fill time. Correct. So they, they did the right thing with that. I was really happy about that. Um, and then the second part was that there were some kids in the crowd, mm-hmm. and there were and they were too. They were all in. Yeah. There were there were little girls in that crowd. Not not too many of them. It was mostly adults, but right. there were a couple little girls in that crowd that were like on their chairs, dude, and and like wide eyed the whole time. And I'm like. That is so good to see, like, little girls watching these female women doing what they want to do with their life, right? Right. And it was just, it was so cool to be able to see that and see those kids being happy. But, I mean, a lot of those kids, maybe it was the first wrestling show they've ever been to, especially that close to the ring even. You know yeah. what I mean? Where, where they, were, they were just at attention the whole time. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, it was. Um, I have the card pulled up here if you want to go through it real quick. I do as um, well. Okay, so I have um, the first match was uh, Arisu, who was a big hit. I, I don't, I don't, I didn't realize who she was before that. Her and uh, Suzumi took on uh, Hikari Noah. Hikari Noah was the woman from the first night that had the the blue and the black gear that I told you because they wrestled in the Hitchcock show. Yeah, yeah, Mark yeah. Hitchcock Memorial Show. Yeah, that was the one I was like that. Girl's gear is awesome. Yeah, you know, so like, yeah, that was I do remember that. Like you leaned over right away and said, "Her gear is awesome." Yeah, so she was that was really cool, and she was she's awesome in the ring and really you know really obviously really great at what she does. Um, and her tag team partner was uh, Mal uh, Kakuda. And apologies again, you know everybody, if I'm butchering these names, but I'm doing the best I can here. So, so that's that's what it was. I, I think what should be mentioned here is their tag team name is Free Wi-Fi. That's badass. Like how, how great? Do you, how do you not get behind Free Wi-Fi? <laughs> Yeah, and the other the other tag team name was Daisy Monkey. Oh man, I'm, I'm in. I'm all. So if that. you can, so the only way to picture what this show was is like Riho. Yes. It's it's Riho times forty. Yeah. It's just forty Rihos. <laughs> in in different gear. In different gear. Yeah. And that's exactly all this promotion was. It was awesome. I don't know. I don't know what the deal was like. Obviously the. The, the one the one woman was a lot taller than the others, but I don't know if they're if they take if it's kind of like an undersized promotion. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the women that are in stardom, obviously Kyrie and Tam Nagano are not very big people, you know, physically. But um, the um, for the most part, the the women in stardom, I would say, are just a lot bigger and kind of yeah, like like thicker and look more the typical traditional part. You yeah. Know what I mean, but the um with with the Joshi Pro thing, it, it seems like they're like really fast, super talented, undersized women that fit that role. I kind of that's kind of what it felt like. Yeah, well, the the I guess the ladies that were that came a little bit later in the show, like the Janae Kai and the and the Yuki uh, Kamafuku, like the that match, like those women stuck out more because. Yeah. That's what we're used to. That's what we're used to seeing. Like normally, I mean, because everybody else, the, like the 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 rest of the roster was this very small 
they're just small women, but yeah. these were like, I guess, what, I don't even know how you'd categorize normal versus small. They weren't midgets, but like they were, right. they, they were, you know, just smaller women, but. So yeah, so then Janae kind of beat, you know, Yuki Kamafuki. Kamafuki was on that show too, the, the, the Hitchcock show. The Hitchcock, yeah. And she stands out because she's real tall and she looks right. like she's wearing Paul Stanley pants. Yes. You know, like the black and silver. But they're, den- but they're denim. <laughs> yeah, she's got like. Like black and silver stockings underneath the denim, you know. Yeah. It, it, I, I, thought she, I thought she had kiss pants on at one point, but, um, which you know, that popped me. I'm all in. So, right. you know, but she's really tall. Um, and they obviously she plays to her strengths, where she does a lot of leg stuff, does a lot of like I don't know if you call it the octopus or what it, whatever that is, where she she's got everybody entwined with their yeah, legs. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That was awesome. Like that, it's cool that was cool to see that. But Janine, uh uh, Janae Kai, Janae Kai, uh, whatever, however you pronounce her name. I think it, I'm pretty sure I've seen her on Dark um, or Elevation at some point. I've seen I've seen her wrestle before. She was cool. And, and she, she had. Was, she was at the Relentless show. Yeah. Not on the card. Not, not on the card. Yeah. But yeah she, uh, her entrance music was awesome. Yeah. Really good entrance. Good striker. The, yeah, she's, the, she's pretty good. The one thing I will say about this show is that the production, I mean, obviously it was a part of WrestleCon, so like they, they took care of all the production and stuff like that, but their entrance music great. was great. All of yeah. it was great. Thank you, Tokyo Joshi Pro, for doing what everybody should be doing and putting the pictures and the names on the graphic yes. as they come out to the damn ring. It's so hard to like watch these indie shows and it's just like music and then somebody walking out yeah, of a curtain no and you have no idea who that person is. Look I, look, I get it, dude. There's no there's no giant Titan Tron at the Ukrainian center. I, I, right. I get it, but... What do you don't when, when they don't say the names? Or when they don't, yeah, I don't understand why those people are coming out for their entrances and no one says the names. They, for those for those indie shows, man, like there were how many people that were in like six man tags and stuff. Like and that? I had no idea who like, four of them dude, were. If, unless their names were on their gear, we didn't know who they are. Yeah, and they could have been awesome, and we were like, oh, "Who's that guy?" That's that's. I feel like that was really kind of what took it away from me a little bit, especially on those shows where we were sitting in the front row. You felt like you were completely naked out there. Yeah, because. These people are coming to the ring, and you're like, "Who the fuck is that guy?" Yeah, and like it, they could have done something awesome, and you'd be like, "I don't know who the hell that guy is." Like that—that's really cool, but I have no idea what his name is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was—that definitely was an issue for the like, like the Kyote and uh, and the the Kyote like, and the... they don't have a they don't have a jump jumbotron. On the they wall. no. See what pissed me <laughs> off. What a, what pissed me off about the Kyote um venue was that they clearly had a video board where they put the pandemonium pro it looked good it looked good and then they put relentless up there but they didn't add like anything else with it like how they, hard is to put a picture they could have put the graphic up they had the graphic on twitter they couldn't have put yeah. it up on same damn thing it's the same thing yeah they could just put the same picture up that's that's where i had a <laughs> that's where i had a, if there was a, a one complaint that i had about this week with the indie shows is it would be that like I don't. I'm not asking for you to like put up an enormous Titan Tron or anything like that. But if you're gonna, if you're not gonna have a Titan Tron and you're not gonna have, like, if you're not gonna have anything like that that's gonna show me what the matches that's coming up or who these people are, announce the fucking names when they come out of the curtain. Yeah. It is infuriating. I think my my um, the thing that I the biggest problem I had with it. In addition to that, because I obviously have a big problem with that, um, dude, where's the gear? Where's the merch? There's the, yeah. Why did anybody have any merch? I, I I wanted to go to those shows and buy stuff, dude. I literally like wanted to go and be like, I don't know who the hell that guy is, but that guy's awesome, and I'm gonna buy that guy's shirt. Yeah. I would have bought freaking twenty of them. Yeah. Over the course of this whole week, but like, there's there's no there's no anything. Yeah, it's just very strange. Yeah, the yeah the the lack of merch, I guess, is really strange, and I don't know if people just aren't doing that as much. Dude, we went to Long Island. Everybody was selling stuff. Like, yeah, they yeah, I know. That that, I, that VPW show, every single person on that on that card had, had shirts. I guess I was a little bit confused because I don't know if it was because it like a lot of these aren't home based promotions, but um the the santino bros i think they had actually a good amount and that's like their home yeah they had their own like santino brothers wrestling shirts i saw, Sir, I saw some shirts yeah but for gcw who does have the money right and has the ability to, to mail stuff across country you brought a fucking ring you know what i mean yeah you can't throw a couple boxes of t-shirts in the freaking thing I, um they had <laughs> gcw had a decent amount of stuff but they i i was really kind of just shocked by just the 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 lack of talent 
merch. Yeah, there's no there. there's no talent merch. There's no people trying to sell you their t-shirts strange. or it's really strange. People are just sitting at the tables, but they're like for the promotion they're talking about. It's not like for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a little frustrating. I was, I and I don't know if and I don't know if like I was left down by. Is something like pro wrestling tees, is that killing that? I don't know. I mean, that's, that's a good theory. I mean, also the fact that people are in town, like you said, it's not their home base. So why would it's they really bring a bunch of merch? If and... I live in freaking Red Hook, New Jersey, and I'm wrestling on the card in, in, you know, in, 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 on Long Island this weekend, I just throw my shit in my car. Yeah. And I drive out there and set my table up. Right. right. That's a lot different than getting a plane. And bring in a box as a carry-on. Or, you know, right, check, right. Check, check, check Which I, to- I totally understand that I, and get I, that. I get it. I understand. But it's just, it, I mean, I, I, wanted, I wanted to save money on food this week. And I wanted to save money on, 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 on drinking out in public. Mm-hmm. You know, like it shows and everything. And spend my money on shirts. Yeah. And hats or whatever the hell. Kid bandit sweatpants. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> dude, it's, it's a joke, but like, dude, if, they, if there were a pair of kid bandit, uh, you know, kid bandit sweatpants, I'd, I'd pop my ass off for that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, like, so if you're, I, I so kid, if that. you're listening, if you're listening, kid, <laughs> which we know you are, Andre, Andretti would love a pair of kid bandit sweatpants from Anchorage when you get back home. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you come down here from Anchorage, you better have some fucking sweatpants. <laughs> Oh my! Just but, make them black with the with the writing down the side, your name down the side, and in a in a, a, a cartoon a cartoon um, caricature of your head. That's it with the hair. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like the the, lo- the kid, the kid the bandit logo. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's all we want. You can hire you, you can hire me for marketing. I'll do I'll do consulting for you for design. Whatever you need me to do, kid bandit, I'm here for you. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Just keep doing your thing. Yeah. Hats off to kid bandit this week. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so like, yeah, this Joshi, this Joshi Pro Show. What, what was the match after that? I'll look at the card here. I think it was the, uh. The Hyper Misano and Trish Dora. Was that the, the next one? Yep, after Janae Kai okay. and, um, Yuki, uh. Komofoku. Yes, and, uh, Yak- and Raku. Um, yeah, so Hyper Missile's pretty cool. So she's, yes, she's, she's got the, the superhero She's gimmick. got the superhero gimmick, and she was awesome. Like, if you can think about what, um... Shane Helms. No, I was going to say Nikki Ass. Oh, I thought she was way better than Nikki Ass. No, I was going to say, like, if Nikki Ass <laughs> was actually great. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's yeah. That's exactly what she Hyper is. Hyper Missile's way better. Way better. <laughs> Um, and then I, the, from this match, for me, I thought it was a complete 180 for Trisha Dora, which once I, I, I saw her with tired eyes last night, it was, yeah. it was, you know, it was two o'clock in the morning, in the morning <laughs> and, and what would really be five o'clock in the morning if I was like actually living in a normal time zone. Yeah. Um, it, it like, it, it was just cool. It was a completely different style for Trish to Dude, how, lo- how much was she loving this today? Like, she had, she looked like she was having so much fun. This is probably the first time she's ever gotten that kind of love from a crowd, like a big crowd. Yeah, like but she got the streamers yeah, and she it, streamers, everything. And everything. It was awesome. Dude, everybody knew who she was. Dude, that's the I first did. show. That's I the did. first show. How the hell does everyone know Trisha Dora? <laughs> yeah. We that's the first show all weekend that where they've had the streamers like that. Yeah. Which was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. How did we not have streamers? I mean, they did have some streamers yesterday a little bit. I mean, you, you could tell with, with that, with her, when she came out from the ring and people were chanting her name, she climbed up on the ropes. Like, she got teary-eyed, dude. Yeah, you could that tell. That was awesome. To see. Yeah. Like, she was legitimately like, holy shit, this is, this is what it's supposed to feel like. Was the look on her face? Yeah, because like, she definitely didn't get that. Well, she didn't get that from us yesterday at yeah. five o'clock in the morning. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. But then it was really cool because Hyper Masao put turned her into a superhero. Yeah, and gave her this, gave her the, get, mask. Gave her the mask, and she put the mask on. Trisha Dora was all in living her best life. Dude. Yeah, it was it, awesome. It was awesome. It was so it, awesome to see that. Yeah, that actually, I think that was probably my favorite match of the, of the whole really show. Fun. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. And then they took on, uh, who did they take on? They took on. Uh, uh, Raku and Yuki Aino, I think. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I, I don't know how to pronounce that, but yeah, that match was pretty good. Yeah, it was good stuff. That was good stuff. And then, then we got into the Wasteland Wax, uh, Wasteland Wax Party. That's our tag. <laughs> the Wasteland War Party, which is Maxine Impaler and Heidi Howitzer versus uh, Miu Wana, one uh, Wantanabe and one Tan. I'm I'm by, by Wanabe. 
Watanabe, okay, yeah. Which was funny because last night when we were in the car, you you said something to me like, I have no idea who the hell's going to be at this Joshi Bro show tomorrow. And I said, I know three people, me, you, and my Watanabe are going to be there. We don't know anybody else. That is so true. And I didn't even catch it. She's she, the only person I knew. I, I, obviously, I knew who Makihito is, but like, I, 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 knew, I knew Maya Watanabe a, a little right. tiny bit. So she is the biggest baby face for this promotion outside of she's Hyper Masao. Awesome. She's, she's, she's awesome. Yeah. She was awesome. Um, but yeah, and then if you don't if you're not familiar with Maxine Paler or Heidi Howitzer, they're kind of all over the indies indi- I indies hope, for women. I hope they paid her off or something for that. For Sarah thing. Logan. Dude. You know who you know who was pretty good? Sarah fucking Logan was pretty good. You know who sucks? Valhalla sucks. I think they both suck, but that's just I, I like Sarah Logan. But I, I don't know. I mean, dude. Sorry, sorry, told, Sarah, if you're listening to this. They totally <laughs> stole that girl's gimmick, dude. They totally they, did. They it's literally not, ripped it right right off of Max the Impaler and put it on Sarah I mean, Logan. look, I know that the Rockers ripped off the Rock and Roll Express. Like, we all know that. Like, that, right. that, that happens in wrestling all the time. But, like, dude, you you just stole this girl's gimmick, bro. Like, it's not okay. Why mm. don't you just bring her in? Because, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. It's 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 a shame. Just 100% ripoff. Impaler created this created this character yeah and they just and they just stole it and gave it to sarah logan and again i don't think i like sarah logan i really do i think i thought you know before she went away she had a little bit of steam going and she was pretty good in nxt when she was there too but you know now she's just a manager doesn't do a damn thing and they, and they stole a gimmick for it yeah yeah uh, sucks yeah it does suck uh, but then after this, we had uh, the International Princess Championship, uh, which is uh, Rika Tatsumi against uh, Billy Starks, who we've seen multiple times. We saw her. multiple times. Saw her. That's the third time we've seen her this weekend. Yeah, well, yeah, she's getting a lot of work. She's doing her right. Look, I know I put over Billy Starks every show, man. Mm-hmm. Every time we do podcasts, she's good. But like, she's this, doing the right thing. This she's, is the she's working with people all over the world from different perspectives, man, and that, and that's what you should be doing. And this is the first time I, I've heard of I've heard I heard Billy Starks a lot, and I didn't actually see like any matches, and because we were talking about how like was she on AEW or not? Because I couldn't remember. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that I have seen a match of hers before. I just never remembered it, but seeing her work this weekend. She's gonna be something yeah. in the next couple of years. Somebody's somebody's giving her advice, and I don't know who it is, but whoever is is doing a good job so far because they're telling her you need to go to every show in the world and get yourself booked and go work with everybody you possibly can, man, yeah. woman, whatever the hell you want to do. Get in a ring with everybody and learn everything. Yeah. Don't fucking just jump into a promotion. Mm-hmm. It's like NXT, NXT for her right now is the wrong fit. Yeah. AEW right now for her is the wrong fit. It might not be the wrong fit in two years, right? But do your thing, man. Just travel the world, get yourself booked, work with Joshi Pro, work with freaking you know stiff stiff women, work with men, work with everybody, everybody you possibly can, every kind of match you possibly yeah. can. And she's doing exactly what she should be doing, in my opinion. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. She's been all over the place this weekend. Yeah. Um, and then the uh, main event was the Princess Tag Team match with the Magical Sugar Rabbits. Versus the one, two, one, uh, a whole bunch it, of numbers. With a whole bunch of numbers, uh, which is Yuka Sakazaki, uh, and Maki Ito versus. So okay, so I'm getting this card off of. Fight. I got it right here. I got it. I'm so, getting it off of Fightful, and they put Maki Ito in both tag teams. That, she can't yeah, possibly right. be in both. No, tag no, teams. the Magical Sugar Rabbits are Mizuki and, and Yuka Sakazaki. Okay. So they were the they were the challengers because. Um, Mayu Yamashita came in and Maki Ito were the tag team champions. Gotcha. Okay. Thanks, Flightful, for the great information. But um, Thanks, Scott Edwards. But it was cool to see a title change. It was cool to see a title change. I think Ito and, and, um, and Yamashita have had, to have, to, had those belts for a while. I don't know that for sure, but I, in my head, I think that they did. Yeah. So being able to see that see that title change was pretty cool. It was. It was pretty cool. Um, yeah. I mean, I left that show thinking, what did I just watch for two hours? Yeah. Uh, I was a little perplexed. I was a little like, okay, well, the that was an experience that it's I'll. So, it's just so different, man. It's if it's literally nothing you can ever um like. It's it's a it's not American wrestling that I've ever seen in my that, life. That's why it's so important. Oh, like look, I, the, I I was thinking about this while we were sitting there. So yeah. like, the thing the thing I was thinking about was just how much it pisses me off, and and this was even in the first match. 
I started thinking about this while I'm sitting there. Like, people thinking, like, it's got to be Harley Race in a, in a smoke-filled bar. Yeah. Grabbing a hold with whoever the hell, right? And that's what wrestling's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And anything else that deviates from that is not right. Dude, it's so stupid. Because there's a place in this industry for everybody that wants to do what they want to do. Right. And if you love Tokyo Joshi Pro, you should go all in. On yeah. Tokyo Joshi Pro. If you love the WWE, you should go all in on WWE, right? That's what it is. Yep. And, and the thing too, man, like, people love the Savannah Banana Slugs. Yes. The minor league team. Mm-hmm. Who do all kind of wacky shit. Yeah. Okay? They're, it's okay to love them. It's 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 so different than normal baseball that we're, we're, what we're all accustomed to, right? Right. There's a place for that, dude. There's nothing wrong with having fun and enjoying your life and, and, and pursuing hobbies and, and, you know, doing what you want to do with, with that kind of stuff and, and supporting those kind of promotions. If you love the Young Bucks, go watch the Young Bucks. Yeah. If you love the Usos, go watch the Usos. There's nothing wrong with that. So, you know, like, th- there's... There's, there's nothing out there that should be telling anybody that wrestling is supposed to be this. Wrestling is supposed to be that. You know, it's supposed to be fit into these different categories. It, dude, that's not right, man. It's, it, this is an industry that is, that is inclusive of pretty much everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, of everybody at this point. There's a, there's a spot out there for every, every niche that you could possibly find in professional wrestling for you to go be a fan of that and go all in. And, I'm, and I might just encourage everybody to go all in, man. Because what I, what, I, what I really enjoy is just seeing the variety of what we get, right? Where we go to, you know, a, a, an all-black show last night, right? mm-hmm. which was awesome. Yeah, it was. was. Great time, right? The next morning, we go to a, a, a Japanese women's promotion that we didn't know what the hell to expect. Yeah. It was, from all, it was from another fucking planet. It literally was. So, and we loved every second of it. Yeah. And then we end up going to, you know, we're going to go to WrestleMania tomorrow and the next day where it's not anything like what we've seen. No. So, like, you know, there's nothing, and we're going to love it. There's there's nothing wrong with any of that. So, right. you know, do go watch what you want to watch. And if, and if somebody's telling you, you know, wrestling's supposed to be, you know, this way or that way, dude, that's not what this industry is, bro. This industry is, is about depth at this point, you know, and, and about enjoying what you're doing and celebrating this industry, man. And that's why wrestling is so much fun. Yeah, I 100% agree. Don't think you could have said it any better. Uh, that was that was that was the last match. That was the uh, the main event. Yeah, that was the main event, and uh, I, I thought they timed it well. It didn't need to be any longer. Didn't need to be any shorter. It was perfectly timed. Sure. And, uh, then we uh, we headed out. And we checked out the uh, pop up shop for stash pages and all them. Shout it was out to. Fine. It was fine. It was fine. Yeah, I mean, we just I wanted to go by and check it out. Just wanted to see what they had and. Uh, then we moved on and went to uh, Philippe's. The Philippe's, yeah, the original Philippe's, the uh, the French dip. Yeah, it was awesome. It was it was... Big, big deal, big deal in LA. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, and then we uh, made our way over to the Galen Center for this um, <laughs> this ROH card that left a really bad taste in our mouths yeah. after we left. Yeah. Um, so well, let's let's start with the good with this. I mean, you know, we get there, the parking super easy, super easy, right across the street. Yep, we walk right in, no no issue whatsoever. Literally, couldn't have been any easier. Awesome. I mean, the, the the venue's great. The seats are big. Yes, it's a beautiful, pretty pretty new arena. Everything's good. It's it's everything's good. It's, I mean, the prices were a little high, you know, for yeah, the right. uh, for the for the concessions, but where we were sitting was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, the seats are great. You know, the, I'm talking about the actual seat itself. Yeah. Like it was nice to actually sit on a padded seat where it didn't feel like uh, my ass is going to fall off. Yeah. Like I I was telling you yesterday about, I was worried that we were at the globe. I thought that chair was (laughs) And then you sat in it later this morning. I'm fat. I'm not that fat. I'm not so big. I'm going to break a chair. I I don't think I'm that big. Maybe I am that big. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) But, uh. You know, then um, you know, then then the, everything was great. We had a we had a, a really positive outlook, and then the show started. <laughs> so, Jeff Cobb uh, was in the uh, pre-show, which was funny that he's wrestled three times in the last seventy-two hours, and yeah. what we assume is all in the same gear. <laughs> <laughs> There's no chance in hell that guy washed that gear. I, I'm, I'm, look, I'm sure Jeff Cobb has has multiple sets of gear but yeah we're if we're, out we're there, if anybody's out there thinking jeff cobb's scrubbing his gear in the sink before <laughs> shit we're... that dude did not leave those shows yesterday and run to a sink we 
<laughs> just laughing because it seems like we're just burying him. But I'm just I. That was the first thing I said. I was like, that guy hasn't changed gear in three days. This guy might be wearing the same clothes he's had one in three days. Yeah. He might have just have been wearing his gear when he got off the plane. He literally goes from Dynamite on Wednesday night as a one-off, comes to the New Japan show last night at 8 o'clock, and then tonight he was at the Ring of Honor show. How would it be if Jeff Cobb just wore his gear for three days? And never he's took it off. the airport and everything. He's just, he's just ready to go. <laughs> I stay ready, so I don't gotta get ready. <laughs> the other, the other funny thing about the gear is that in the in the next match, Willie Mack, who we literally saw like twelve hours earlier, oh was God. still in the same no gear chance. too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say there's a great zero chance of <laughs> Willie Mack didn't even take that gear off. He just left that venue at fucking two o'clock in the morning, slept in his car, and then walked into ROH. This is, I'm really not trying to bury Willie Mack because he. Do we love Willie? Dude, Willie awesome. Mack was awesome. The, I loved Willie Mack way back in the day. Like, I saw him on Lucha Underground, and I was like, why has no one signed this guy? You know what I mean? Because he's a huge human being. They can move really well. He's super yeah. athletic. He can jump around. He's strong. I mean, why would anybody not want to? He's charismatic. Do we saw anybody not want to sign that guy? So no. I'm, I'm all in on Willie Mack. We saw Willie Mack as many times as we saw Speedball, it felt like. I feel like we, we saw, like... Probably about eighty percent of Mike Bailey's matches of all time this week. <laughs> this weekend, Mike Bailey worked like seventy five shows this weekend, and he did this. He did the same match yeah. eighty seven times, <laughs> where he does the kicks, the backflip. Yeah, someone catches it. Then he does the backflip out of the ring. Then he does the backflip with the knees where yes. he misses. Yeah, and then he hits it later. Then he hits it later. And then he does the. Swirl kick from across the ring. And he does a swirl kick from across the <laughs> ring that may or may not be uh, reversed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not we're not killing you, Speedball. But we, but we love Mike Bailey, but yeah. we saw it 87 times this weekend. Yeah, it was great. Which was yeah, – I, I, t- I totally I'm, – I'm all in on Speedball. Those were the first matches that I was, like, paying, really paying attention. Yeah. And, um, hey, hats off to that guy for being able to headline that freaking Impact New, New Japan show to jump in there and fill in. I mean – being able to headline that's a big deal, man. Anything it is. Job. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but, but the gear thing just made me laugh. That I that was the first thing I thought was like, I've seen Jeff Cobb for three days straight, and he's been in the same gear for three straight days. You know, you know why I, I laugh about that? They say that because I know who I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I probably would have left the show tired and been like, I'm just gonna sleep in my gear and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's so funny. Uh, and then, you know, we had Willow Nightingale on the pre-show and Stu Grayson. Um, and then jumped right into the... Well, pre- yeah, so Willie Mack took one to Keshina. Oh, he did, yeah, yeah. badass, man. Dude, Keshina. Can, can we just stop right there for a second? Why did we get to Keshina and Nightingale on a pre-show match, man? I don't know. Why did Willow Nightingale not win the ROH Women's title tonight? They fumbled three titles tonight. Why did Emmy Sakura not win the women's title on that ROH show tonight, dude? I don't know. I have such a bad taste in my mouth after oh, this show God. with with I'm Tony Khan, ROH. And look, I know people are gonna. Everybody's got their own opinion. It's totally fine, you know. But like, the the issue is that you know it's it's just one of those things where there's there's just there's better ways to do things sometimes. And the predictable way to do things is not bad. Right. You know what I mean? Like, no one thought Yuka Sakazaki was winning that belt, dude. No. There's no one that thought that. You know, and, and they, they 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 put Sakura in Athena on the freaking honor club from either this week or last week. Why? 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 Why not give her the pay-per-view match? No one thought Sakazaki was winning that belt. No, it's just it's just shitty. It, so for me, what it, it what I really enjoyed the so they started off with the Vikingo Commander match, which absolutely bonkers. Yeah, you know what was great about that? Why that was one of the probably the best match on the card. Tony Khan didn't book it. Yeah, it was someone else's match. It was somebody else's match. <laughs> it was on his card. He had probably nothing at all to do with. Yeah. And it was great. It was so really. I should tell you something. Yeah. And then they had the embassy come out and beat 
uh, Graham Metalik, Blake Christian, and A.R. Fox, which Blake Christian we saw last night yeah. or yesterday. Changed his gear. Changed his gear. He didn't sleep in his car. It, didn't it sleep. Gear. Yes, didn't sleep in his car. He <laughs> had he had a, a gear change. I, I really liked that guy after yeah, watching him. Yeah, he was really good. Uh, and then they had the women's match where, um, yeah, you watched that match. I, t- I took a little break and went out and gave the wife a call. But, I watched uh, very little of that match. Okay, fair enough. We can I all... Mean, uh, look, I'm. Uh, you don't want to bury people, but like uh, Athena, I I do I do like hers as a baby face. I do. I, I I really do. I thought that before she got hurt in NXT, I thought she was doing a really really good job. But then right. she came back. She was. It's it hasn't been the same since so she came back from the injury. Now she's a heel. It's unbelievable because mm-hmm. she's a good person. Right. So she's just she's just one of those people, man. That like. Sometimes when when a, a really genuinely nice person tries to work heel, it just doesn't fit. Right. She's not. It doesn't fit. It doesn't. Just make her fucking make her a baby face. Yeah. Is they're just Tony Khan is hell bent on fucking killing people's careers. Like, I, I'm I'm just gonna say it. Like, cause I'm just sick and tired of it. And that's the way it fucking was for this next match. I don't know why we didn't get Willow Knight. I mean, look, I've said this a hundred times too. Willow Nightingale on every show that she's on. Is a breath of fresh air. Yes. On every show. People love her. She's super charismatic. She's got a big, beautiful, bright smile. She moves around really well for, for you know, a bigger person. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, that's your champ in ROH. Put yeah. the belt on her. Why Why did we not get her in a, in a title match? Why was the pay-per-view match not Athena versus Willow Nightingale? I don't know. And you've been putting Nightingale in pretty good positions all this time for how many months? So frustrating. They've done nothing with it. It's so frustrating. My biggest, my biggest complaint on this show starts with the Samoa Joe Mark Briscoe match, which came after the Athena match. Yeah. I mean, look, it, this match ended with a referee stoppage. Yeah. It's. How are we tapping him out, dude? I'm gonna I'm gonna start saying some bad stuff on here. So like here's here's what I wanted to say before we even get into that is that I do, I really do try my best to separate my own personal feelings about what I think they should do from what they do. Okay, I try to do I that. I really <laughs> do. I, I really do try to do it. My personal opinion is Mark Briscoe should have gotten a big pop and won that belt. And kept it for as long as you wanted them to keep it. Three days or 300. Whatever you want to do, okay? You should have given the crowd that pop. Yes. You know, but... His family is sitting in the front row. Why would you tap that guy out? And you tapped him out. Why would you tap that guy out, man? What was the fucking point? There's no point. Unless unless you're going to... The only way there's a point is if Mark Briscoe beats Claudio for for the world title. And now there's a case to be made that... Samoa Joe should be a world champ. Maybe, but... And I don't think they're going there because I don't think Tony Khan's smart enough to do it. <laughs> I told you what he books like in the car. I don't even want to his, say that out loud. His family was sitting in the front fucking row and he you made him tap out. After he relinquished the tag team titles. After he relinquished the tag team titles because his brother died. Yeah. Can't you give the crowd the win and give him the win, dude? What are we doing? I mean, look, we, we're not backstage. So there there could be a case where Mark Briscoe was like, I'm good, don't worry about it, I'll just lose the match, whatever. No, you tell him to fucking win the belt. Exactly. Make a... Di- <sighs> that was... The crowd literally, all the wind went out of the crowd after that. Because no everyone... Happy, no one was happy. You everyone was... Because everyone fucking loves him. Right. And everyone loved his brother. Yes. The people who watch Ring of Honor are people who love that family. Yes. So give them a goddamn win. <sighs> that one. No, I'm I'm fired up At about that. At the very least, make it a disqualification and have them win the damn, have them win the match, but not win the belt. You know what? We're gonna segue off of this because I'm already hot about this, and we're gonna stay in the heat zone here. <laughs> it, because mainly because this match was ended with a referee stoppage. I've completely glossed over all of my other complaints that I've had about this weekend is the same fucking referees that we've had for every single show, yeah, and they all fucking suck. It, 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 what every, is every the show except for ROH. 
What is the point of being a referee if you're not going to enforce the fucking rules? I don't get it, man. They're just in there, just making hand gestures and telling them what time, it, how much time they got left. Dude, there were there were trios matches we've seen, or like six, or like you know eight man tags or whatever, where everybody was in the ring. Just we throw, watched it was one specific. We saw one woman ref. I don't know what the hell her name is. I don't care if I ever see her ref again. We've seen her for eighteen shows, a hundred and seventy two matches. She enforced one fucking rule in all those matches. Yeah. She let everything else go, and she did not enforce one rule except she did not enforce any single rules except for one time in one match out of the 172 that we've seen her in all weekend long. Yeah, it's not, not a good look. Every and we're not the only people that are yelling this out. Like other people around us are like, can somebody enforce the rules? There were people yelling, get them out of the ring, stuff like that, because there were so many people in the ring. Yes. Tag team matches. And then the for other minute, for minutes. Then the other guy yesterday during the the Impact show was fucking tapping with his finger on the mat. <laughs> count! I can't hear the count. You lost your mind at that. Dude. That dude, that was the first time I visibly got mad at a show where I was like, can. I was like, I literally yelled out loud, can you please smack the mat like you mean it? <laughs> and everyone around us popped. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah, I, I don't know. What's the point of being a referee if you're not going to enforce the rules? It's strange. I'm so pissed off about this. Yeah. And they just kept... It was, they were useless. It was really weird. It was really weird. The, the the guy for the for the culture, he did a better job than anybody else that we saw. Let, let's put it this way: it got so bad in those tag team matches and those trios matches that you would start to think in your brain: is this a four way match? Is this a? I thought it was a fucking Royal Rumble at some points. I mean, there for was, every single match, it, it was almost like everybody in the ring was fighting everybody. No <laughs> one's throwing anybody out of the ring. There's 28 people in a room fighting. I don't want to sound like an old man here, but for damn, <laughs> for God's sakes, like, what are we doing? Yeah. The refs were just making hand gestures and faces and then giving little whispers saying, you got five minutes left. Six more minutes. Six more minutes. <laughs> and then they were always in the way. That the way one guy, the one guy it literally stood was. There. Just stood in the right he corner. stood in the corner and we couldn't see shit that whole match because he blocked the entire match. <laughs> and the one guy during the, during the Joshio Pro, he was going to do the same thing. And somebody yelled, ref, can't fucking see anything. And he moved to the other side <laughs> and did the same thing and blocked the other corner. God. Holy shit. The refs were, have. Uh, I sound like I've hated this week, but I, I, I literally haven't. But the referees have pissed me off at every single show. It's, it was, it's not been good. It, this has been a bad weekend for refs. Because we've had the same refs for every same show. Two refs for the same two refs. It's, which was, yeah, I mean, whatever. I understand that it's it's independent wrestling, but for God's sakes, enforce the fucking rules of the match. Yeah. When we're gonna give somebody a five count, give them a five count. What was the what was the match that we were watching where, um, two people were out of the ring and they hit the ten count? No one jumped in the ring, so the ref just counted to twenty. Yeah. <laughs> what I so think the ref got the was 10. that was that the Mark Hitchcock show? I think so. Where everybody the was like, and he was like. And, and then and everyone was, was like, like uh, uh, is the match over? And then like he and visibly he put his hands up. He panicked and counted 20. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. That guy actually was a good ref, actually. Jesus. That was the only thing I, that was that guy was actually good. But oh my. I had such a beef with the refs this weekend. That, that, I don't want to sound like I'm trying to bury any women here, but she fucking sucks. <laughs> I've never she, seen her. I've never knew who she is. She was fucking worthless. I don't even, I sound, she, she I sound never, so, a rough time. I, <laughs> it's been a rough weekend for, she, well, when you work 70, well, when you work 1700 work. matches in a week. She's <laughs> 28 hour, 27 hour days. Two that shows. Chick, that chick has to slept in like ninety six hours. Golly, she only had time to enforce one rule. 
I can't even remember what the rule was. I just know that I had it marked down that she enforced one rule in the 97 matches that she's refed that yeah. we've seen. <sighs> I had to get that off my chest about the well, refs. I, I agree with you, man. Everything you said. What was, the, what was after that? Well, other than just pissing vinegar out of me because I was so furious that Mark Briscoe didn't win that belt, we had uh, Tanahashi versus Daniel Garcia, which was a breath of fresh air. That was good. Good match. Tanahashi's great. Daniel, yeah. Daniel Garcia seems like he's getting more confident. He's getting better all the time, which yep. is good. Which is good, yeah. Absolutely agree. Um, and then then we need to talk about this tag team uh, ladder match because it ended in absolute disaster for no reason. Yeah, it was really awesome up until then. Um, but if you haven't seen the ending, uh, Dante Martin from Top Flight snapped his leg in half, a uh, compound fracture, and what we weren't told in the building, but as soon as he landed on the ground, he was immediately covered up with a blanket, and they swarmed swarmed to him. Uh, and what, and you know, I caught what Meltzer tweeted out that they said it looked like a Joe Theismann type injury. Oh boy. Well, all I know is that his foot was turned the opposite way of where a foot should be going. It not good, man. When they, when they swarm like that with medical personnel, I mean, it was not good. I mean, there's no reason to do that spot. It was stupid. There's no point to have to land on four tables when you're trying to do a Canadian destroyer on off of a ladder, a horizontal ladder, a horizontal ladder, leaning one part on another ladder, and the other leaning on a loose rope. Yeah, and they were just trying to. Uh, they were just. They were just trying to, trying to go. To they were just. The, they were basically using that ladder, like a top rope. Yes, and, and too much spring. Too, I guess I don't know because it looked like they. It. it looked like they overshot it. They overshot. It. So I don't know whose fault it was. I'm not blaming anybody, but it was dumb as fuck. Whoever, whatever it was, was unnecessary. And now you have a tag team that you're that they've been pushing for a long time because they're finally healthy. Yeah. And they're homeboy's going to be out for the next year and a half. Oh yeah. After his brother is always hurt, and he has been the only healthy one. Now his brother is back healthy, and now he's the hurt one. And the bad thing about that too is that you know whenever Darius was out, Dante had a singles run and did a pretty good job. Mm -hmm. Now Dante's out, and Darius is not Dante. So right. there's not going to be a Darius singles run with anything. So sucks for them, man. But you I, know, I, the the air got again got sucked out of the building. Everybody was like, "What the fuck?" Because man. everyone was like, "Where's why?" Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, but anyways, the Lucha Brothers they won they won the match. They beat uh, everybody. They grabbed the belts, and then they had a moment where Mark Briscoe, who literally just tapped out in front of his family relinquish relinquishes his tag team titles from his dead brother to the lucha brothers who they were friends with, who they were friends yeah. with. yeah which i totally i get with. it you want to put it on people that jay would have loved and i'm sure they were all good friends and everything else but the we're not building we're not building stars here man like we're just shouldn't, recycling people who should be on dynamite. Shouldn't yeah, it's gonna take them off of dynamite. Is what it's gonna happen. Because they've taken the, the ROH belts off dynamite. So now we're not gonna get the Lucha Brothers and Penta anymore either. Shouldn't Top Flight have won the belts? Or somebody they, else. They, they would have done that spot. Anyone else been. anyone else not named the Kingdom or Lucha Brothers, which is who I was pulling for and they put it on the Lucha Brothers. We did get an FTR sighting, the FT, FTR came out. But I, everything kind of went to the shithole whenever Dante's leg was broken in half. Yeah. And I'm assuming they went home early. I can't, I don't know if that was the end or not, but they, 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 that match literally ended right away. Yeah. So, um, but then the following match was, uh, Shibata versus Wheeler Yuta. And which was really cool to see Shibata in person. Um, my only complaint with Wheeler Yuta is his gear. His gear sucks. And I pointed out something to you that you Which have. I'll never unsee. You'll never unsee. And I'm the only one that's pointed it out, but it's bothered me from day one is his pants. His, not only does the designs and the, of it suck. <laughs> 
he buys his gear from somebody that does not tailor it to his crotch area. So he has MC Hammer pants. And his, cr the fucking, like, he's, whenever he tries to do a split, like, it's so low that it's like a gum band. It's like he wants to pull his legs back in or something. Like, it looks like he's got a saggy ass, like, I don't understand what's going on. It's not good. It's not good. And I'll never unsee it. I'm sorry, but it's, it's, it's one of the, one of the first times he was ever on Dynamite, somebody put him in a rest hold. And he couldn't stretch his legs out on the mat. And I was like, well, if you just had fucking pants that fit, it would work. The motherfucker wears the same style pants ever since. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm the only person that's pointed this out. Um, but anyways, Shibata ended up winning that pure title, which I was a little bit annoyed with. Because in the building, they didn't leave the pure title rules up. So I had no idea what was going on. And as somebody who never watched ROH back in the day, eh, I, like, why did we not keep up the rules? Like, on the video, like, that stage was awesome. Yeah. The stage was awesome. The and production they production was excellent. The production was excellent, but they just got, they didn't leave it up. I was, I was a little irritated about that. Uh, and then the real irritation and the real thorn in my side came in this main event. The main event was Claudio Castagnoli versus Eddie Kingston. This crowd was melting molten lava for Eddie Kingston. And they didn't give a shit. No. I was so mad when he lost. Find a better find a bigger geek than Eddie Kingston right now. They're trying to kill they're trying to kill that guy's career. Tony Khan wants him gone. I don't understand it, man. What are they doing? I don't know. The crowd was begging for Eddie Kingston to be crowned tonight, and Tony Khan was like, fuck it. I don't know what we're doing with Claudio. Why we gotta keep the belt on him? I'm sorry. That show, the effort was fine with everybody all night. The booking was not. I've absolutely buried this show. And I don't even want to say that like I had a bad time because I did have a good time yeah, at the show. Yeah, had a great time too. Yeah, for sure. But the decisions that were made just left such a bad taste in my mouth. What is Tony doing? I'll tell you what he's doing. He's spread too thin and he won't hire anybody. This is what it is. Hire a fucking booker. For God's sakes. Yeah. Or just get somebody that knows what the fuck they're doing. It feels like Read that. a room. It feels like Impact. We're, we're, just, we're just running shows. We just run shows. Who wants to win tonight? You want to win? Okay, you're gonna win. You're gonna you're gonna be champ. Everybody knows that Eddie's never beat Claudio, right? Think so. Why would why was tonight such a bad idea for him to not win? I don't know, dude. So now what? We gonna keep going with this? Well, the wells run dry on him losing to him. Why? Eddie Kingston won a match. Is my question. Battle in the Valley. Yeah, I guess he beat Jay White. But so that wasn't that wasn't followed. that wasn't even in his own home promotion. He yeah, had to go so somewhere he, else. He's one of the best in the world. So we followed that up with him losing that R the ROH belt. Chance, chance at the ROH belt. Great job. I'm so mad. I was. We literally left that show furious. Tony Khan after Eddie beat Jay White, which is a huge win, right? Yeah. Jay White's like one of the top, probably top five people in the world. Um, he capitalized on Eddie Kingston winning that winning that belt or winning that match by putting him in that bullshit battle royal or whatever it was a week later and then quit the company, yeah. quote unquote, on social media. And then lost tonight to Claudio, a guy that there should have been like a vengeance underdog story and they killed it dead. You want to know what's really funny that I just thought about? Tony Khan came out before the show started and at the end of his little thing where he said, we got a great show for you, I promise. I leaned over to you and said, anytime Tony Khan has said, I promise, it's immediately followed by a fart. Yeah. And that's what happened tonight. Yeah. Just a forgettable show. That's what sucks. It was such a good card. Yeah. Forget just forgettable. Missed opportunities and forgettable is all it is. Again, we're just we're just running shows. 
We're just running shows. Who wants to win tonight? You, you want to be on the card tonight? You're on the card. You want to win? You're going to win too. It's fucking impact. I'm so, I'm so mad right now at that show. I hate that, you know, those tickets, they weren't cheap. No. But the seats were fantastic. We did have a great time. We did. We had a good time. Yeah. But we just left piss at the booking. As did everyone else, it seemed like. Everyone else was bitching. Yeah. All the way out, people were complaining. People were booing Claudio, and they weren't booing him because he's a heel. Yeah. And that's not really his fault. That's not his fault either, no. I don't know. But on a lighter note, we took the we night we had a little nightcap at yeah, the at the Ye uh Rustic Inn. The Ye Rustic Inn. Got some uh, really good wings. And uh we got WrestleMania very, very soon. We have WrestleMania tomorrow. We got NXT in a whole whopping What, eight hours? Eight eight hours, eight, eight hours I think. Jesus. <laughs> So, yeah, super excited! I cannot. They revealed they revealed the WrestleMania stage today. It yeah. looks fantastic. It really does. Oh, it does. looks so good. Um, do you want to run over a little bit of this uh, NXT card? Yeah, let's go through here. So I, have, I think I have it right here. Let's see. I don't know what's going to be on a pre-show. I have no idea. Nah, um, we'll see what we see. <laughs> so I've got. Let's see. I've got Chase U and Tyler Bate versus Schism. Um, I like Chase U. I like Tyler Bate. I don't care about schism. So I don't know what's going to happen that, happen there. Um, I don't know why they did this to the grizzled young vets and put them in this, changed their names and gave them weird freaking um, uh, weird contact lenses and made them creeps. I don't know what else to say it, you know, but that it's not, it's not good. <laughs> so. Uh, I hope those guys don't lose their job soon, but it's not looking like they're going to be around if they're going to keep up with this stupid stuff. But it is what it is. Tyler the old, uh, awesome. Chase is awesome, so I'm sure they're going to get the win. The old cuts are coming, so. Yeah. Um, what else we got? We got uh, Grayson Waller versus Gargano. I'm mm-hmm. sure that match is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fun. Gargano is going to put together a great match. Always does for a Sell takeover. His ass off for Waller. Johnny Takeover. It'll be good. Um. Gallus versus the Creeds versus the family. I'm assuming the family is D'Angelo and Stax. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. That I'm pretty be, sure. Should be great. Mm-hmm. Know, um, I'm excited Gallus, for that one. Gallus is awesome. The Creeds are awesome. Creeds are awesome. And I love Tony D'Angelo. Yeah. So that should be that should be pretty good. Um, then we've got Fallon Henley and Keanu James versus Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. I still um, think that Fallon Henley is still two people. I don't know what happened this week on NXT, so I don't know if I'm sure there was more stuff with the, with the storyline with them. Seems like now the Fire and Adam Dawn are going to win that belt, win those belts. I don't know, dude. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, <laughs> they're just witches for some reason that are hateful. Hateful witches. Give them the belts. <laughs> fucking let's, let's fucking go, dude. Tony would never. Um. <laughs> Wesley versus Axiom versus Dragon Lee versus Ilya Dragunov versus JD McDonough. Everybody in this match is fantastic. I like Axiom. Everybody in here is great. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they won't screw this up somehow. But I'm sure it'll be really good. Um, I don't know who's going to win. Well, they that. have competent human beings running that company. So yeah, true. Um, I don't know. Is it time to take the belt off of Wesley? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Not yet. There's a lot of people in there that could all all beat him, and they're all pretty damn good. Yeah, this so could that, this could be some winning something like this could take him a little bit. Yeah, bump him up a notch. Yeah, um, that yeah, that should be really that should be awesome. Then we've got Roxana Perez versus Indy Hartwell versus G, uh, Gigi Dolan versus Lyra Valkyria versus Zoe Stark versus Tiffany Stratton. How many people are in that match? Is that six way? Nineteen. It's nineteen people. <laughs> um, it's a six way. Yeah. So. Is it a ladder match? I think it's a ladder match. I think it is a ladder match, yeah. But I was asking you before we started recording, did they take the belt off Roxanne Perez? I don't think that they ever vacated that belt. So I think she's still the champ. So they they announced that match as it was going to be for the, the vacant belt. For the vacant belt, but I don't think they ever vacated it because she came back, so she's able to defend her title now. Okay, so they put her into a match with with five other women. Basically, a ladder match. Probably a way that if she, if she is hurt, she can cover. 
Okay. So it's not a singles. That's what I'm assuming. Indy Hartwell, I don't know what's going on with her. If they're if she's at the ceiling or not, I don't know. But it doesn't seem like things have gotten much better for her Mm-mm. in a while. Um, Gigi Dolan, I do like. Good ceiling. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got a good future there, I think. People seem to really like her, which is good. Lyra Valkyria, um, not very big. Pretty good athlete. I don't think she's going to win the belt. Um, Zoe Stark, we, I, didn't, I think you told me that there were that there was chatter that she was going to get yanked up. Pretty yeah, soon. yeah, chatter that she's going to be possibly at that Raw after Mania. Well, she should be because there's people on the there's women on the main roster that could probably could probably leave. Yeah, you know, and you want to put good people up there, right? She's fantastic, so mm-hmm. she needs to be up there on that roster. Tiffany Stratton, I'm glad she's in the match. Mm-hmm. You know, she's still a little great. Obviously. Yeah, you know, probably not ready for the spotlight. But she's ready for the spotlight, but not for the spot. Five star, five star uh, presentation on her, no doubt about it. Future oh yeah, star, no doubt about it. Absolutely. So it's cool to see her in that. She's going to be in there. That's always a good, a good thing. So I'm, I'm looking forward to looking forward to that. And then the main event, um, Carmelo Hayes and Braun Breaker. Which should we, be lights out. Which we're assuming that Carmelo Hayes will win. I think so. I think that I think it's time to to, to change that belt. Mm-hmm. Hayes is awesome. You know, Trick Williams is awesome with him. Yeah, Breaker is fantastic, man. So we'll. I mean, I, if it was up to me, Breaker would already be on the main roster. Yeah, know, doing something. So we'll see how it goes. But I think um, I think that card looks pretty good. It does. Uh, and then after that, we're gonna head straight over to SoFi Stadium, and we're gonna go to WrestleMania Night One. Uh, we got Austin Theory and John Cena. They're going to kick us off. They're going to be the curtain jerker, which I'm oh, all buddy. Am I excited for this show? I mean, the even even starting the, even the, you know going back another step, like the Miz hosting, I think is going to be awesome. Yeah, somebody's going to knock him out. And so whoever whoever's there, whether it's probably probably Hogan's going to come out and call Hogan the Silverdome. Yeah, yeah. I'm super excited. Oh, I cannot wait. This is what we've been waiting on the whole week. We're done with the indie shows. Now it's time for the big boys to put on the big show. Yeah. And if you've seen the stage that they have constructed for this weekend. It's big time. It is saying, fuck you. Leader of the industry. Leader. Yeah, that's saying, hey, (laughs) the rest of you are are kids. Let the big, this is where the big boys are playing. Yeah. Um, that's, that, that, oh, that venue looks absolutely incredible. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, after the, uh, Theory and Cena, we got, uh, Strowman and Ricochet versus Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus the Viking Raiders. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know what's going to happen in that match. I have no idea. No idea, but sure. Let's go. Yeah. Probably sure. a nice little come the letdown match. Yeah. Um, you think they'll do? You think they'll start doing the street profits breakup? Is it time to pull the trigger on that? Well, I, I, I mean, it, it has been for two years, but I mean, like, is this is this finally going to be like, why are we still doing this? Let's get let's get the the feud between the two of them so Montez can beat him and, and go on to bigger things. I would hope so. Yeah, that might be that might be why it's on the card. Yeah, I don't know. I would hope so. Um, but man, the rest of this card is stacked we got the i have it here too i yeah sorry page refresh we got the uh ray mysterio versus dom mysterio that should be awesome that match uh, that's some that's the only that's the match i'm most excited i don't for. know who's gonna win that match like i don't know if it's gonna be ray puts him in his place or if dominic's gonna beat him i don't know dom's been beating ray at every single chance for over a year now like that, I that's why I feel like oh, Ray should get the win, but we don't know. I think that's why it's that's that one's so intriguing because we don't know who's gonna win. That should be good. Uh, we got Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. That should be a fantastic match. Yeah. Uh, we got Becky Lynch and Lita Trish Stratus versus Damage Control, which is Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky. How are you uh, feeling about your girl Dakota Kai? I mean, I, I you know I I love everybody that's in that match, but I I'm. I'm... <sighs> I'm concerned about damage control because I don't think they're getting much of a pop with anything they're doing. So it feels a little flat. It is. It does feel a little flat because they debuted at SummerSlam last year. We're almost a year into it. Yeah. Where are we going? But from what my understanding was a little bit was that this match was going to set up matches for night two. Okay. Which I don't know if that's still the case, but it was going to set up like 
Becky and Lita, and then there was or somebody like that. Or there, there was this this match was going to set up two matches where they were going to end up defending the women's title, the women's tag titles, tomorrow. and tomorrow night. And then the other two women that were left out were going to have a singles. Okay. So I don't know if that's the case, but that's kind of like what I had heard. The only the, the issue that I have with with the whole damage control thing is I don't I don't think any of them are very loved right now, even as heels. You know what I mean? It just feels like if you split that group up, I don't feel I don't feel confident with Dakota Kai as a singles. Mm-mm. I don't feel confident with Io Shirai as a singles. Bailey even right now, I'm, I'm kind of like. I don't know, man. I don't know what the future is, you know? Yeah. They're all super talented, but it's, right. I, I just don't know. I don't know if I feel that it's it's going to be it's going to be good for any of them if they bring that group up. Yeah, I agree. Uh and then the last two matches, the 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 main events of the night 100% is going to be the SmackDown Women's Championship between Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley. Uh I don't know if that is the main event or not, but I, I would be hard-pressed to say that I don't think this one should be the main event. I think it has to be the tag titles. Sure. But they'll probably put the women's match on because they want to have a women's title match main event and a men's... Which is fine. Which is, which is fine. But the real main event, to me, is the tag, the, uni- the undisputed tag championships with the Usos versus Sammy and Kevin. Now, I think... Are we both thinking that Rio's going to win that belt? I think, so. I, I think so. I think so. I think so. They 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 need they need Charlotte to lose so she can get the belts back so she can get more to to Flair's record. I know. Good God. I know, but they need they need her to break her father's own record. Do they? Yes, that's Do what we they're have doing. To have this happen. Yes. She doesn't need to be a thirty-five time champion. But she needs to be a seventeen-time champion. Oh God, whatever. Um, yeah, <laughs> but that that tag the tag thing. Um, yeah, I would think they're gonna. Flip those belts, right? I would hope so. They, and then they, they unify them. each other. Owens turns on Sammy or whatever. If Owens would turn on Sammy after all this, I think that would be an enormous swerve. Give him the belts first. Give him the belts, yeah. then break them up. Yeah. Can you imagine what that would be like after this whole story of trying to get them together and then just when the break up right away? That feels like a very WWE move. Yeah. Well, we know who's calling the shots again. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's that's tomorrow night. Uh, we'll go over uh, night two tomorrow if we get any more matches. We don't want to announce anything here yet. So, yeah. um, it's so fine. after after Mania tomorrow, um, I'm gonna take you someplace to eat. You know, in, in on the Sunset Strip, it's really good. Um, I looked around a little bit to see. I, I was really kind of surprised there wasn't uh, there wasn't more like after WrestleMania parties or something like at a bar or something. You know mm-hmm. what I mean, like. Or, or even like a like a, a show at night or something, you know, with you know a couple you know a couple guys on it or whatever. But I haven't been able to find too much. I'm surprised by that. Hmm. Is that show out here? That show's gonna be over early. Yeah, it's gonna be eight o'clock in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, somewhere around there. So eight or nine out here. Why there's not more stuff at ten or eleven? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, we will. We get another full day, and then I uh, think. Uh, I don't know if we'll have. I don't think we're going to be able to do it tomorrow, but we'll definitely, I definitely need to go to the superstore, which I think we're probably going to do probably Sunday before night two. Yeah. Uh, which I'm so excited to go to the superstore. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to awesome. see all those figure reveals and all the props and everything that they they brought in for the week. I'm super excited for all that. Sure. I'm going to mark out big time. Sure. Might make an irresponsible purchase. It's funny. Uh. All right, well, that was day four. We got day five coming up tomorrow with the NXT show and the WrestleMania night one. WrestleMania is finally here. And uh, just make sure you download, rate, review, and subscribe. And we will see you tomorrow on the Podski.